Welcome to the Average Fan of Wrestling podcast where we don't predict what's next, but take what's already happened and book upcoming shows with realistic content. We plan on being wrong most of the time, but we'll have a hell of a time doing it. You're listening to episode four entitled The Best Bomb Ever. I'm Jason, and as always, I am joined by my Dr. Tom Pritchard to my Jimmy Del Rey, Chris. Oh, man. Go with the Heavenly Bodies reference. I don't think anyone who's ever seen us could accuse us of that, but uh, we'll go with it anyways, because yeah, the theater of the mind. Sad but true. Sad but true. But it's all right. Um, so we're coming off the heels of Royal Rumble 2021. We'll get into a quick recap of SmackDown, the go-home edition of SmackDown. We'll get into the Rumble, talk about the Raw after the rumble then we'll get into booking these next two shows we'll also talk about elimination chamber and wrestlemania cards uh, bookings that have shifted a bit i would say with what i thought was an unexpected win on the men's side at least yeah so uh, it's interesting to see where they're going but we'll we'll see what happens so uh, before we get started do you have anything you want to add uh no, um, no, nah, I'm good. We can just get into it. All right. So let's start with the go home edition of SmackDown. This was from January 29th. Uh, again, we're not going to talk much about this because it was, it was a throwaway episode for the most part. We had Bianca Belair beat Bailey, um, talking about it was her biggest win of her career and, you know, going into the rumble and they, they built her like crazy and to really, you know, Oh, she's going to win the rumble. That's what they were building towards. So obviously my mind went to, there's no way she's going to win the rumble. Well, look at that. Um, the, the main part was this end. We had, we have this apparent quarterly invitational cross brand nonsense where we saw AJ Styles, Miz and Morrison, Sheamus, they all came from raw. Um, we, it started promising with AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan because who wouldn't like a good AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan match, of course. But then that turned into a six-man, that turned into a ten-man, which was a five-on-four, that turned into a five-on-five. And then it had the biggest disappointment, which was, in my opinion, a wasted Braun Strowman return. Um, I would have saved it. It was 48 more hours, come out number 30, a mm-hmm. nice big surprise. But, yeah. um, you know, normally you would think, oh, they do this to try to get the audience, right? You want to try to drum up some more audience. But if you're a, even a casual wrestling fan and you watch two shows a year, you're watching WrestleMania and the Royal Rumble. Those are the two things you're watching. So um, I, I don't quite understand why they brought Strowman back. It makes sense. Made no sense at all to me. No, none at all. Like you said, it's not like they're just going to help with ratings because nobody knows anyway. So it, it, it was pointless. And I think it would have been because you never really see back to back surprises in the Royal Rumble. Usually, like if someone new, you know, someone surprising comes in, then you get a few more picks or eight, nine more, eight, nine more picks. And then another, we would have had back to back surprise returns with Seth Rollins 29 and Strowman 30, yeah. which would have been yep. great. That would have really just changed things. But We'll talk more about that later. So not going to really dwell any more on SmackDown. Um, I think it was just, you know, everyone's already in town for the Rumble. Let's throw a bunch of people on TV. Mm-hmm. And that's all it really was. Well, in reality, they're, they've been recording from the same place or, or taping from the same place for four months. So they're all in town anyway. So Right. That's true. Yeah. That makes <laughs> it's sense. like they're just, just for this. Like, I, I, no, I, right. I, I text you because I, I, I DVR because I can't. I have a hard time watching through all the commercials and everything. Right. So I remember texting you when I was watching SmackDown 
and you said there's something about this that bothers me and mm-hmm. you'll be able to tell by the end and it was i think it was the stroman thing but but for me it was yeah this 39 person tag match right starts out as one-on-one which is fine and then you know you get the whole teddy long syndrome it's a tag team match player okay so then that happens and then it's six and then seven and then eight and then guys are just coming down the aisle and jumping on a side for no reason <laughs> like Seamus, who's a raw guy is like oh okay Seamus yeah. come down now what now he's here and he's, no he's just story is just there's no it's not a no disqualification so if he's not in the match it should have been a deke it's like there's no continuity like we said in episode one who needs continuity right. Like, uh, right. oh, man. So, anyway, let's move on to bigger and better things. The Rumble, um, we'll start with Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. They took the titles off of Asuka and Charlotte Flair. I think we saw this coming for a while now. Um, I'm still a big proponent of benching Asuka for a while and, and just having her go away, you know. Mm-hmm. As, as Bruce Pritchard mentions on his, learn a new hold, right? Just go away for a while. Let's let's let the absence make the heart grow fonder and just take both titles off of her. Um, when we talked a couple weeks ago, when we booked Alexa Bliss to take the title off her uh, on the go home show to the Rumble, it just would have made sense and she can take a break. Uh, but not yet. Hopefully, maybe they'll get her through WrestleMania. I'm not quite sure. Um, but we have Jackson Baszler, who are the new tag champs, looking as brutish as ever. Um, Again, with this Ric Flair, Lacey Evans thing, and we'll talk about that when we get into SmackDown as well. It's just, you know, the first time was cool. The second time was all right. The third time was, ugh. And now we're just at, all right, we get it. Lace- <laughs> so I don't need to hear Ric Flair's music anymore. Yeah, Lacey hasn't been, I love Ric Flair. I never need a reason to see Ric Flair most of the time. But right. when it's this, like Lacey, even with Ric Flair, is not enough of a credible threat to be giving Charlotte this much trouble and they've built her pretty much like, uh, you know, they pretty much jobbed her out for the first two years. She was on the main roster. Right. And now we're supposed to believe she's going against one of the most legit athletes on the roster Charlotte flair. Mm-hmm. And Charlotte is having trouble dealing with her. Like it, uh, it's just, yeah, it's, I think, I mean, we've been wait. I mean, I've been waiting for the, the inevitable Charlotte heel turn, you know, I thought it was happening the night she came back when she was Asuka's partner. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. I'm wondering if they're going to keep her on in that role, um, especially if Ronda Rousey comes back, which we haven't heard hell or high water from her. I thought she'd be back at the Rumble or at this Raw afterwards at the very least um, to set up something with Flair because I think Rousey won't be a face. Like, everyone hated her when she, when she was gone. She was getting booed like crazy. So if you're going to have this Flair-Rousey thing, which – might still happen. I don't know. Um, you need to keep Flair as a face. So I don't know what they're doing, but we'll see. Uh, but hopefully this will open up some doors, some better competitors for Jackson Baszler and Oscar just can just focus on a women's title feud. Yeah, I hope so. Cause like I said about Oscar going away, like I, I agree and it's nothing against her. She's incredibly talented, but you, she's too talented to just let flounder. Right. And it's weird to say they're letting a champion flounder, but they really kind of are. They don't seem to have direction with her. They haven't built her up at all. It's just like, if you don't know what to do with her, yeah, let her go away for a while and relax and whatever. If she has any injuries, heal up and then bring her back when you have something for her because she's too good to just right. have on a mid card. Right. And let's just not forget, like she was handed the title 
when Becky Lynch was right. That's out. right. Yeah. I mean, it's just not. So it's just, just from the beginning. Oh, we need a champion. Becky Lynch is leaving. So here you go, Oscar. And then it's just, just not much there. So we'll see what happens. Um, we get on. That was on the pre-show, by the way. Um, a Charlotte Flair Oscar match on the pre-show, which doesn't seem right. No, it doesn't <laughs> at all. But with everything else on there, I mean, the only other match really you could put on there would have been Sasha Banks and Carmella. Um, eh, coin flip, but it's a title change on the pre-show, so it is what it is. Next, we get McIntyre who beat Oldberg finally. Um, it was what it needed to be a quick, a quick match. Put McIntyre over, make him look bigger than he already was. You know, we had a couple moments here because when we talked, Chris and I watched this together. Um, and we had a couple moments when we were watching and it was just, no, please. You know, he can't get him up for the jackhammer. He can't do that. Oh, spear, kick out. It's like, yeah, they're, they're trying to sell that, that McIntyre kicked out of the spear or the jackhammer. I can't remember which one it was, but. Both, I believe. Dude, actually. Yeah, this dude kicked out of like four F5s from Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Yeah. So you shouldn't be surprised that he's kicking out of one spear and one jackhammer. From a 54 year old man. Exactly. And I, I do um, want to say one thing. We, we joke a lot about Goldberg's age. My God, is he in good shape for his age? He is. Jesus. Unbelievable. I didn't look that good at 24, never mind 54. No kidding. So, right? I mean, good for him for that. But Right. It's just no one wants to see him like in that capacity. Right. No, not else. at all. No. But that's you know, not that. This is what it needed to be. I mean, it was fine. It. Could have honestly been shorter, if you ask me. But right. I understand them not wanting to have the it pre-match be beatdown, which it took a good four or five minutes. I mean, yeah. the match probably went five or six minutes total. So yeah, with entrances. Well, actually, yeah. not with entrances, it was twenty-eight minutes. But right. <laughs> I mean, it was a five. It was you know, it came down to a five-card match, a five-match card rather, um, with the rumbles and everything. So you know, we were thinking, hey, this thing could be over by ten, and we were we were dead wrong. Very but, wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anything else on WWE Championship? No, they had the right outcome. So that's at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Another one with the, with the right outcome: Sasha Banks beating Carmella. Yep. Um, and again, Carmella never really looked like a credible threat. She's had a few chances since she's come back. This should end it and move on. There's a lot to move on to, um, but we'll get to that later. Yeah. But I mean, nothing really. To, I mean, I have nothing really more to say about it. It was it was what it needed to be. We can move Carmella on, and we'll see. I have I have plans for Carmella. I do, um, good plans, golden plans, but not the gold that that she wants. I think right now. So, yeah, Carmella's fine. She's still learning. She's a better character than wrestler, and I'm a huge Sasha Banks fan. I think she's one of the best. So, this is the right outcome, and let them both move on to something different. There you go. Uh, next, we had the women's rumble, and. You know, we're not going to go pick by pick or anything like that. We did a lot of that last week, but we'll hit some of the, the highlights that we remember. We had Bianca Belair, who takes the win. And it was nice to see her, Rhea Ripley, at the end. Spoiler. So what? I'm just kidding. I was going to say, I'm like. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> if you haven't um, watched it yet and you're listening to this, then shame on you. So. Oh, yeah. There, uh, we should have put that at the beginning. But, well. We told you we we're going to review the Rumble, so hopefully... Yeah, I'll put it in the show notes. They'll see it before they click on it. That's fine. Um, so Bianca Belair wins from number three. Uh, we started out with Bailey coming out first, so I was hoping that they would throw her out quick, but they didn't. Uh, they want to continue that narrative with Belair throwing her out later. Had a couple surprises come in. We saw um, 
Victoria. We saw oh, well, a Jillian Hall, who is her and Peyton Royce had, uh, I'm sorry, her and Billy Kay had some fun interactions there. Interesting with Billy Kay, because you had her who tried to make an alliance with Jillian Hall, had one with the Riot Squad, had one with Peyton Royce, and she was kind of conflicted through all the whole thing. It was, that was, that was fun little spots, but you know, Pate with Billy Kay not going in right away. Yeah, and, she wouldn't go all that yeah, stuff. That was good. So it was, it was there. It was good. Um, Tori Wilson came in and luckily, and I'm going to put that in big quotes. That's literally when my internet went out. So I missed all the whole Tori Wilson, everything. I had to go back and watch it later because I lost, I lost the internet at the countdown and I got it back as she was being thrown out. So that was unfortunate, but maybe it was just, you know, married karma or something you don't get to see tori wilson because we <laughs> talked about her too much but it was it was a good show we had baszler and jacks um as you said chris we had jacks eliminate baszler mm-hmm. um but then they came back and worked as a team after and then oh that's right lana who came out late and she eliminated nia Jax, and then Jax and baszler started destroying everyone which i thought was interesting because i thought i'd see more dissension between the two um after Jax eliminated baszler I kind of like the reluctant tag team partner thing. Yeah, but I don't, on, it doesn't look like they're doing it right now. I don't. I'm not quite sure. Yeah, it kind of looks like they're on the, just on the verge of that. But I, I kind of like it. It's 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 different. Yeah. So we saw Lana. I mean, there was a very 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 brief moment where I'm like, oh, they're gonna they're gonna put Lana over on this thing. But fortunately, they didn't. Um, you know, we had Charlotte in there with Ripley and Bianca Belair, and it was nice to see Charlotte out that early. And I mean, I thought it was a coin flip. I know Chris had, you had Bel Air winning from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, but you also mentioned Rhea Ripley too, when you were talking about it. So yep. it was, it was you, you, you were right on with both of those. When it came down, when it came down to them two as the final two, I was like, oh man, all right, this isn't You had, you had a winning good. ticket regardless. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had Shayna Baszler. I was sticking with Shayna Baszler. I didn't want to go off of that. Um, but I did have her from one going to the end. So, I mean, in the grand scheme of things. It was good. Um, so the women's Royal, I mean, there were some sloppy spots in there, some, some sloppy moments, but overall um, Bel Air wins. And it was funny because I'm like, Chris, what are, what are the four, third, fourth and fifth letters in WrestleMania? Like, Oh yeah. And I go, she's going to say, she's going to put the EST in WrestleMania. And what? Like 15 seconds later. Oh, right after the match uh, in the interview. The yeah. EST yep. in WrestleMania. Yep. It's like, it was just, <laughs> once you saw her win, you know, like I was thinking about it. I'm like, if they win, they can do that. Like that's what it's going to be. Um, so we'll see when, when we get into the bookings and when we talk about SmackDown and we talk about WrestleMania, where Bianca Belair will end up. Do you have anything else you want to add about the Rumble? Anything else that stood out for the Women's Rumble? No, I mean, just, just earlier when you were saying about how uh, you thought it was too obvious, like, I, I feel like the last... They've done a better job mixing it up, but I mean, there's sometimes it is obvious, like a Roman Reigns when you don't necessarily want it to be, like years ago. Uh, but Charlotte and Becky the last two years. Charlotte like. and Becky, yeah. I mean, I remember, you know, there's situations like 95 with Shawn Michaels. I believe it was 95. They built him up. The one, yeah, that's the one. That was the one with the Bulldog. Uh, I think the that first, was 93 or 94. Oh, yeah. 90, I think the second 90, one he won. 94 was the double. 93 was Yoko. 94 was um, Luger and Hart. 95, 96 was Michaels. Okay, so. I'm thinking 96 then, the second one when he was already a face. Yep. Uh, when he went to Brown. Okay, yeah, it was, I had the wrong year, but 96. And then I think it was Austin in 98 when he went to yep. face Michaels. Yep. Sometimes it's just, it, it, it's the right call. 
and they don't mind making it obvious because they want to present them as a star. So right, good nice. on them because I, I think I really like Bianca Belair. She's she's a great talent, uh, and I also think you know Rhea Ripley's not going to be uh, empty-handed at WrestleMania either. But right, it's just you know with with them having two belts to choose from, you know you can throw that that other swerve in. Right, you know what I mean? Yeah, so. totally. Um, which they did with the men. I gotta say, when we'll get there, we'll get there shortly. Um, but in between the two rumbles, we had Roman Reigns. He beat Kevin Owens in the last man standing match. Uh, there was a glimmer of hope there. I thought, I mean, the when uh, Roman Reigns was handcuffed to the yes. bottom of that light structure, and it was at, at nine, and he threw the ref right into that, into that, um, into the lighting rig there. Had that was a, a good spot. Moment. That was a real good spot. Great. Um, but then it didn't last too too much long. It, we were talking about we think the uh, handcuff spot was messed up a bit that they couldn't get the handcuff on because he had the new ref that started counting yeah. and he just abruptly yeah. stopped that five, and and no one really knew what to do. And then you hear the announcers like, "Oh no, he's standing now. He's bent over, but he's standing yeah. now." So <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, uh, it, was... seemed, it seemed like there was a, a little mess up with trying to get the key undone, the the handcuff undone. But still, um, good call for Reigns going over, no interference from anyone. It was just a straight up beat down between both of them. Um, no, kind of no had, had to be right. it. Yeah. But still it makes me think is Jey Uso out? Is he sick? Is he hurt? Because we didn't see him in the rumble either yeah. after he declared to be in the rumble. So maybe we'll get some, some clearing up on that on SmackDown, but I'm going to just book it as he's still around and plans changed, you know, but you know, good long match. Looked good. I'm glad. I'm glad Owens didn't make it into the Rumble. I had a brief feeling that he might, just like Carmella did after she lost in the next match. She's in the Rumble, but he had so many men that could have been in this match um, that you really didn't need. Kevin Owens was unnecessary. I'm glad I the Miz th- didn't get involved in this because right, and they tease it and they tease it and they tease it. Yeah. Um, but again, when we get into the bookings, I'm hoping to end this. We need to end this badly this they, money in the bank thing they did yeah they did have me thinking uh that when when the guy was at when the ref was at nine with reigns uh, you know handcuffed to the lighting grid i was like no way i was like the only way i see this is owens wins they have the miz come down cash in yeah and then reigns beats him in like a week on he beats him on smackdown next week or whatever and and Reign or reigns comes in to add 31 in the rumble yeah yeah something like that breaking news it's a 31 man exactly but uh, yeah, well, I mean, it was it was. Strange. I love Owens, but it was the right outcome. Right. So we'll see if Owens takes a break again. If he will, if he'll be back. Um, you know, last time he got beat pretty good. He was out only for a couple weeks. So we'll see what happens there. I think overall, we need to get through to WrestleMania and we need to switch up some rosters. Mm-hmm. Um, I know they just did a switch up a few months ago, but I, I think we're already in need of some people just needing some different places or even just do, you know, if they do this quarterly invitational crap, you can just do, Hey, we're going to do trades. Exactly. Like, Cause I'd love yep. to see just like people like, you know, just, Hey, we're trading this guy from SmackDown to raw. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. that would be great. And not Sami Zayn for Eva Marie. If you remember that from a few years ago, got to stop with this wild card stuff. I know it was pay-per-view before our, uh, the go home before a big pay per view, but the wild card stuff—it just discredits everything as far as this, the the rosters go. Right, and then you see too much crossover. And then it's not special when you do have the uh, the drafts or the trades or whatever. It, it it totally takes away from it. Stop. Right. 
I mean, what's stopping Big E from going to SmackDown this week or going to Raw just to be with the New Day again? You know right. what I mean? It just makes no exactly. sense. Exactly. No, not at all. And we saw no SmackDown people on Raw this week. It's like, okay, cool. So, uh, and then we get to the Rumble. We started out with Edge and Orton, who were actually announced before the show as being one and two, which I don't like. I Again, don't either. you don't no. need it. You don't need to do that. Tell the story, like tell the story. It'd be great to see Edge and Orton come out for it, but that would that intensified Edge going out and attacking early, and he knew that Orton was coming out second. So it was just, I mean, it was a good match. We saw again um, overall. We had Orton do the knee, you know, chair to the knee, go to the back, get medical attention, yada yada yada. And we saw some surprise returns. We saw Carlito come in early, which was nice. Dude, looks we saw great. the Hurricane again, which was not so nice. Carlito looks better than he did when he was full time. He did. Ridiculous. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, he looks good. Um, some, we saw, like we mentioned before, we saw Rollins. He came in at 29. We saw Strowman, even though he wasn't a surprise, he came back. Um, had some, had Damian Priest, who had a really good showing. Yes, very good. Um, I know when we did our people we wanted to see in the Rumble or people we, uh, he was your number one. He was. Yeah, I'm really glad to see him back. And he's, I mean, he's a big dude. Like when you see him next to that stupid bunny. Um, oh, yeah. yeah we, I didn't even put this in the Royal Rumble recap, the stupid bunny. No. But um, the the stupid bunny, he did a performance of Booker T. Booker T just, the dude, another guy who's an older dude who looks just jacked. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, but when Miz and Morrison came out, didn't they trash the set? One of them trashed the set. Miz or was that on Raw? That no, Miz did with the briefcase, and then that's why he came out in the Rumble and attacked Miz. Right, right. Um, so the bunny got involved. I don't get it. And not Adam Rose's, a different one. Yeah, it's just this this rapper. I mean, yeah, I'm sure he's he's a very successful rap artist, but you have him... I, I don't understand, like... What are they doing with Miz and Morrison? You're supposed to be the money in bank contract holder. Mm-hmm. You're playing with rappers. Like, no, like, cashing your damn briefcase. Like, just stop. So, I don't know. Hopefully that we see the end of it after Raw this week. Um, but it came down at the end. We had Edge and Orton, the first and second, and they pulled the old one-two again. Orton came back out, tried to deliver the RKO. Edge eliminated them to, to win the match, and... You know, I I was shocked. I thought Orton may have taken it, so they have another three-time winner. Um, I'm a big fan of the same spot winning four times because I need them to stop saying 27 is the most popular spot. So now we have three for number one with Shawn Michaels, Edge, and um, Voldemort. He should not be named. Yep. <laughs> um so, and I think it's funny because I would like, I, it's funny when they say, oh, and then two people won from number two, but it's the same exact length of time. Like it doesn't matter. It should, yeah, one and two least, should be yeah. combined. Yeah. So, I mean, we should say, hey, we have five people who started the rumble. Exactly. And won. <laughs> that would make more sense. Um, so leaves a lot of options open. And when I was going through the bookings in WrestleMania, I put edge in multiple places. I even took him out because I'm, not 100% convinced he's actually going to be in a title match. I do think he will, the more I think about it. And this is after watching Raw. Wasn't quite sure where to put him because, you know, 
again, he's an older guy. He had a couple matches last year, then tore his triceps. What saying he's not going to do it at Elimination Chamber if he's going to have another match with someone, you know? Like, I don't know. So according, there's your according, Yeah, according to him, though, he's back He's back full-time for the time being. Oh, interesting. I didn't, I didn't hear about that. Yep. So he said he wouldn't come back and be a part-time guy and take the spotlight away from somebody. So he's back, and he's going to be on all these different shows, um, which is good. Good. That he's going to show up on everything. He's going to be on NXT tonight. Is he? Yep. Uh, that makes me think he's going to be turning heel. Yeah. Nobody's going to boo him still because it's Edge, but he's going to be. But there's no hurt. crowds anyway. So but, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, he's going to be not, not necessarily a heel, but kind of like almost like a tweener, the ultimate opportunist. Right. I mean, exactly what his moniker is. So, I mean, like, right. I think you're going to see more of that and less of the, hey, glad to be here, glad to be back, and more of, hey, I'm getting into a storyline Edge, which is the right. best version of Edge. Um, so As long as we don't see him with Vicky Guerrero. I think they'll be okay. I doubt since he shot AEW, we will, but yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot that she was there. That's right. That's right. Um, but then I, again, like let's keep Beth Phoenix out of it and all that stuff. Let's just have edge be edge on his own. So overall decent rumble. I'll, I'd watch it again. I'll watch it again next year just to prepare for 2022. Uh, anything else you want to add about the rumble? I mean, the results were fine. I think overall the composition was a little underwhelming. Uh, but not, you know, it's the rumble. So I watch it. I enjoy it. It's fun. And we did have some noticeable, notable absences from the rumble. We had Keith Lee, um, and reckoning. We, with Maya, with Mia Yim announcing that she tested positive. So we're assuming that's why he was out and has been out. Yeah, Lee very likely. Yeah. Several weeks now. No Jey Uso, as we mentioned before. Um, I thought we were going to see Andrade come back. I'm not sure what what's what we're waiting on with him, but he should come back. I hope they're not going to wait until WrestleMania. But if there's no spot for him right now, then there's no spot for him right now. Uh, it's going to be a tag team match at Mania, right? With uh, him and his him and his uh, fiance Charlotte against uh, Flair and uh, Lynch Lynch Evans. Collins. Oh, oh, Rick Flair. Sorry, Rick Flair. That that actually wouldn't be that'd be interesting, wouldn't it? Be something. Let's see if I, I have trouble not seeing Charlotte in the title picture at WrestleMania. No, she will be. I, yeah, right no, now. she will be. I don't think that's really going to happen. I think I think she'll no, be in the title it, picture. That'd be interesting. Um, she'll turn on Oscar. <laughs> if Ric Flair can, yeah, of course. Or Oscar will turn on her. I think I'd go that way. I would have Oscar turn heel because if she's not going to go away, let's at least freshen her up. And she's doing that green eye makeup again when she was a heel, and let's just give her the mist. I don't know if she's been doing that green eye makeup the whole time. I can't remember. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but let's let's either have her go away or have her go full heel. Either or. I don't care at this point. Uh, so let's get into the next night. February 1st, we have Raw. And Raw started with McIntyre coming out. Then Edge interrupts. And he actually he gave that subtle heel turn already well what's wrong with you you know you're coming here and complimenting me and blah 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 um and then Seamus comes out which was weird again I, I didn't see how he fit at first I'm like are they gonna do Edge and Seamus I wasn't quite sure where they were going with that um but we had yeah. Edge leave after he said he's gonna make up his you know I'm he's going to decide yeah he didn't tell say what he was going to do 
I honestly don't think he's going to say what he's going to do until after Elimination Chamber. Oh, I think they're gonna, yeah, for sure. I think they're going to drag this out a whole lot, and that's smart because, I mean, we almost always get immediately who they're going against, and mm-hmm. we start the thing. Let's drag this out. Let's drag this out till right before WrestleMania. It'd be great, uh, or not right before WrestleMania, but maybe <laughs> the week Elimination before. Chamber. Yeah, right? <laughs> the week before, he's like, oh yeah, you, by have the way. All, you have you have just the champions waiting, and then some. That'd actually be interesting. We're just like, well, if Edge. You know, it's like, oh, here are your WrestleMania opponents. But if Edge chooses that, then you're out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, that that actually, that'd be really cool if they did that. And he chooses on WrestleMania night. I think that would be great. But they won't do that. Um, and I'll have the Miz cash in on him because he's old. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's not the first. Uh, no, Miz cashed in on Orton that first time. Yep. And then Edge cashed in on Cena and on Taker. Taker. So yep. they haven't had a Money in the Bank um, clash before. So it'd be interesting. Um, and then we finally see Sheamus broke kick McIntyre. We've been waiting for it for weeks. Um, and he finally did it. You know, we've been friends for 20 years. We're not friends anymore. McIntyre later gets on. You want to fight? I'll give you your fight. Just typical posturing. Um Looks like it might be a setup for Elimination Chamber. I personally don't think it's going to be. I think this, and I had this in the WrestleMania, if you listen to the previous ones, I've had Sheamus and McIntyre as the WrestleMania mm-hmm. matchup for a while, and I still think it'll be the WrestleMania matchup. I don't think it'll happen at um, at Elimination Chamber. So we'll see what happens with this. Um, Edge, you know, again, like you said, he'll be on NXT this week. He'll most likely show up for SmackDown. Although I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent sure because there's a lot going on on SmackDown right now, um, so I'm not, I'm not quite sure if he's going to show up or not. But if he does, it again, we won't, we won't get any resolution on that, on who he's fighting yet. No, not at all. He'll just be there on promos and stuff. Um, from there, we had Lashley and Riddle in a United States title match, and Lashley lost by DQ, um, refused to let go of the Hurt Lock when it was over the ropes. Um, again, Lashley squashes Riddle. It's what it needed to be. And what are we going to say? Riddle needs to throw away. Throw away. Just, and you know what? If they, we saw afterwards how he was like, oh, who was I fighting? And he had, you know, whether they're playing, I mean, I think it'd be a little classless if they played a concussion angle. But if they played an amnesia angle, I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm not okay with a concussion angle because of all the CTE stuff, right? But I am okay with an with an amnesia angle, right? So it was like he lost his memory from the hurt lock. I I would love to see him. This is how we get Matt Riddle to bro away. All right, he has amnesia. He's not sure what's going on, and he just starts wrestling on NXT like it's four or five years ago, or however long it was. And he just doesn't know where he is, and he's just gonna start doing his stuff. Like we'll see him. We'll see him like in the thing doing like when he starts, and just have him rehash the stuff he did before. If we need to freshen him up. Let's give him some amnesia gimmick or something. You know, just like I mean? another R Truth, just start showing up for like the women's money in a bank match. Like, oh, I'm ready to win. Like, you're not in a match, yes. Matt. You're not in a match. Right. Yeah, I forgot about that. That's right. Um, oh yeah, we also on the Rumble we saw Pete Rosenberg take the 24/7 title off of Truth, but then I saw that Truth took it back off of him on on his radio show. So it but was you all call, about you called that happening the moment it happened. So it did, yeah. So because they were they were promoting the radio show, I know where you're going, and you know it was it was obvious, but it was, you know, I'm sure it got more views. I didn't watch it personally; I forgot about it to be honest, um, and I wouldn't have anyways. But, yeah. You know, truth wins it for the 
however many at the time. So hopefully, and we saw this, we saw MVP trying to pull Lashley off and Lashley, you know, almost like, nope. And we saw a little dissension between those two, maybe the hint of the, the final breakup here of the Hurt Business, which is way too early. We should not break up the Hurt Business. Um, I think we need to reorganize the Hurt Business. And we were talking about this for week, every week so far. Um, you know, I'm still a very big proponent of, of building with Cedric Alexander going to Retribution and, and Ricochet coming into the Hurt Business. I think that's going to just make everything great. Um, I just, I hate the fact that every time they have a faction or anybody who gets along with anybody else, they, they feel like, I mean, these things used to last for years and years and years. And then it would be a big story when they broke apart. Right. Now it's like you have, you, you know, it, it's like, there has to be something special about a group. Like Retribution to me is an awful angle. Mm-hmm. Doesn't do anything I, I for me. I loved at the beginning. I like at the very beginning. Right. When they were kind of like almost like Nexus slash Shieldish. Mm-hmm. It was fine. They played it off terribly. It's not the fault of any of the performers. It's what it's, it's what they're given to deal with as far as the storyline goes. I'm not blaming them. All those people are talented. They're just in a real bad gimmick. But it, it goes to show you, like, it's it's it factors sometimes. Like, the guys in the Shield, you saw them, you believed. I don't believe in the Shield. Haha, <laughs> no pun intended. But <laughs> you believe those are actually three guys who in that would beat the crap out of somebody in that situation because of the way they performed it, the way they were presented. And they haven't had a faction like that since the Shield because every single time they bring anybody in, it's they're together for a few months and then oh, it's a big breakup angle. Nobody cares. Yeah, the only the only exception I can think of is the New Day. Oh yeah, you're right. Okay, that's a different story. Yeah, okay. It is, but still, they're they've been yeah. together for an almost a right. decade now. Right. It's just like everyone else. It's just this very quick. So let's 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 get some legs here. Right. Let's let's do something. So. Um, when we get into the bookings, I have a unique, not a unique, but I have a great feud that I'd love to see start um, with this U.S. title. So when we get there, we'll get there. Um, we talked, we talked. Next, we had Randy Orton do a promo calling out Edge. And I don't think I missed it, but they didn't announce it was Edge versus Orton until after this promo happened. Um, so we, we were going to get a Randy Orton and Edge match. Um, and I thought what was interesting because that when they do, you know, the little video packages there, when they say here's Edge and they show like something in the background, mm-hmm. <laughs> the 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 clip they show in the background for Edge is him spearing AJ Styles when he at the 2020 Rumble, and that's when oh, AJ okay. really messed up his shoulder. But I'm like, out of all the the spears you can show and all the things you can yeah. show, you're gonna show the one that legit injured the dude. <laughs> I'm hmm. Like wow, like that it just just caught my eye. I'm like, oh that that was a bad one because that I mean visually that was it looked awesome but it legit like put aj on the shelf for a couple months after the rumble so um i, I don't know I, th- I found that weird so that set up the you know randy orton was saying you know you're not gonna make it to wrestlemania blah 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 and guess what randy orton's face isn't burned you know why that boy wh- why chris why well, just like you said in the beginning of the show, he had the best bomb ever. The best bomb ever. You go from Schmidt from Captain America, the first one, to regular Randall Keith Thornton in a week to get that burned down. Boy, you better be selling that bomb. You making you're making some bank, man. It's like That's bag bomb. bomb. Stuff works like a charm. 
that's incredible. So whatever they're growing there, whatever he put on his face, you know, you got to market that and let's, let's go. Just, Man, there's so like, many jokes there, but we can just move on. I know. But con- again, <laughs> continuity. Yeah. It's, on it's, that yeah, one especially, it's like, oh, we're just going to forget that Alexa Bliss set his face on fire. Yeah, two weeks ago. And then he came out in a mask. And then he came out mm-hmm. with red face. And now he's fine. Oh, modern medicine. Hashtag 2021. All right, moving on. We have Xavier Woods and Ali. And what I found annoying about this is that before the match, Ali's mentioning a best of five. Oh, it's a best of five, and they're up two to one. Was that a thing? They never did that. Was that ever mentioned before this that this was a best of five? I think he was being sarcastic. That's how I took it. Oh, I took it because then afterwards he's like, it's two two, it's two two. After so Woods wins with a crucifix on Ali, um, and now he's saying it's two two, it's two two. Like what? what? So I guess, are we ending it after five? Is this going to continue with Ali and Kofi? Um, I don't know because there's, unless there's another member of Retribution, I don't think there's another male member he can fight, right? Not yet. No. So when we get into the the bookings, we'll end this next week because it's dumb and we need to move on. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, yeah. Then we saw Damian Priest, and I wrote Damian Priest on Raw. So mm-hmm. hopefully this is a permanent call-up. I hope so. Um, Supposedly he was getting called up, so it's good. That's great. Yeah, he's with Stupid Bunny. So Miss TV calls out Stupid <laughs> Bunny and apologizes and tries to rap, and then Stupid Bunny brings out Damian Priest, which was good, and he lays out the, which was nice. He didn't say anything. He just came out, punched Miz in the mouth, and then there's a match. Um, and you know he can talk. He's he's a good talker, but sometimes there's just there's more mm-hmm. um, power in just yes coming not saying anything and beating people this is exactly when we were booking smackdown with the women's division how i wanted sonya to deville to come back before she did her her um backstage role i wanted her to just come in start beating people not say a word and just start just beat the crap out of everyone do it silently and then walk away so right curious if damian priest will continue to do that i think he'll be talking next week um but I think this thing with the Miz and Morrison, let's just, it's a nice way to introduce. You have these two guys who've been around for a while to put this guy over. Yep. But we're going to, we're going to, we're going to strap a rocket to Damian Priest. I hope so. Let's do it. So again, we'll get that. We'll get to that um, a little bit later. Next, we had our second title match of the night. We had the Hurt Business and they defended uh, and defeated the Lucha House Party. And we had, again, Shelton Benjamin tagging himself in, getting the win. Cedric Alexander looking pissed. How many more weeks can we do this? Hopefully not too many more. Um, but at the same time, who can take the titles from them other than the New Day as a face team? I don't have I, I don't have any, but yeah, I do know who I want them to drop their titles to, and I know you're not going to like it, but I'm going to do it anyways because uh, I want to. Um, but we'll see what happens. There's a team that needs to reform, both be heel, and just start running rough shot and just keep those tag titles for a while. Be dominant. Um, on Raw? Yeah. I think I know where you're going, but I'll wait. I know you're. I know you know where I'm going. And I've been calling for this one for weeks now, and I, I want it to happen. I'm gonna still book it until it happens because it's going to. Anyway, 
Um, next, we have a triple threat number one contender match for the, or maybe not a number one contender, but a winner gets a title shot match. Charlotte Flair and Asuka, Lana and Naomi, Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose. Um, the first thing I noticed is this is an all face matchup. Yeah, you're right. It is. So I guess that makes sense because if you're going against the nasty heels, um, but yeah. the, I found Checks it. In, what's that? Checks out. Yeah. yeah. But Naomi pinning Asuka. I found interesting. If anyone should be taking the pin, it should be Dana Brooke or Lana, if, but Lana wasn't losing. But I mean, out of all those people, if Lana's on the winning team, then Dana Brooke needs to take that pin. Yes, absolutely. Unless they're setting up Naomi and Asuka, which I hope they're not, because that's just too, no. Because Naomi just got back. We're just going to throw her right into the title picture. Meh, I'm not a big fan of that. Um, But we'll Uh, see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, so now we have Naomi and Lana who are going to get a tag title shot against Baszler and, and Nia Jax. I'm not sure when that the, will be. I wonder what the that, outcome of that match will be. Right. Um, I wonder how many tables Lana will go through. Yeah. The, the only positive again, and I know I say this a lot, but it just needs to freshen some people up would be if Naomi turns on her. We haven't seen heel Naomi since the days of the beginning of the evolution when we had the, the team, you know, Paige's team, Sasha Banks's team, the Bella team, where we had like three trios. Um, we haven't seen heel Naomi since then, I don't mm-hmm. think. So I think it might be time. Also, now that I'm thinking about it, she's on Raw when her husband's on SmackDown. And that's odd. Um, usually they've been keeping people together. So, but I guess since everyone's together anyways, and they're all yeah. in the same... So, but typically they've been, you know, you have Carmella and, and Corey Graves, you have Andrade and Charlotte Flair, you have Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins. Well, they're on separate ones now too. So I guess it really doesn't matter. Um, you know, Bianca Belair and Montez Ford. Uh, you know, I, I wouldn't normally say this because, you know, we, 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 we do a fantasy booking segment, but like Naomi needs to be part of the bloodline. When Jimmy and Jey Uso are back with Roman, she's like the female component of that. You can have her. You can have uh, who are you saying? Um, Tamina. Who? I said Tamina. Tamina and her. That's you can have Tamina and her. Right. And the Usos and Reigns and have a nice five person team and leave it at that. You don't got to keep adding to it. You don't got to NWO it and have seventy three people. Oh right, because we had we had the Pillman in there, which was Apollo Cruz. But... Right. Mm. Which they haven't picked up on. It's been three weeks. They haven't done anything with that since. Right. So I mean. It, they start these storylines. They don't know how to finish, and then was they just leave the hanging. Actually, now I'm thinking about. It. Was he in the no. Royal Rumble? No, nope. he wasn't. Either. I don't remember seeing him. Right? Yeah, he was out too. Huh. Interesting. So yeah, I agree. That would be great to put her in in the bloodline. I didn't think about that. That's awesome. I like that a lot. Um. Then we had Drew McIntyre come out, do his interview. Sheamus, you want to fight? We'll fight. Yada yada. Um. Then we had Elias and Jackson Riker. They took on Jeff Hardy and Carlito. Um, two things I found interesting with this. It was just a typical match. Hardy took Hardy got the pin, um, which I found interesting. Because you'd think Carlito on his, whether this was a one-off, whether this is him returning, you'd, you'd think that he would get the finish. But he was on. He was outside the ring when Hardy had, took the pin, or when Hardy got the mm-hmm. pin rather. Um, and then I was also waiting for Carlito just to, to hit him in the back, typical Carlito style from the past. Um, I was waiting for him just to be like, nope, bad guy now, bad guy again, and 
there you go. Him and Jeff Hardy can rock it like it's 2008. So you might see that, but it'll be a few weeks. Uh, I read on, um, I forgot where it was. I give him credit. I read somewhere that's Carlito supposedly on a three week trial run. Okay. So you probably wouldn't see any of that until after that one went, went, you know, if you might just see matches like this for the next two weeks until right. that three weeks is up. And then whenever they decide they're going to sign them, they're going to not, they're going to bring, you know, whatever the case may be. Then you'll probably see something like that. If they decide to bring them in, which they should, I mean, dude looks great. He's a good performer, yeah. good promo. Like I don't see why they wouldn't. Right. That's, that's good. So we'll see what happens with Carlito. I didn't put him in the bookings for this week, but we can throw We can throw him in somewhere. Um, we also had Alexa bliss versus Nikki cross. And again, Alexa bliss is just, this is the apps in my opinion, the absolute best thing that the company has done in years, years. It's just so, so good. Um, and it was, it was changed up this week, which was great. So in the middle of the match, you have Alexa Bliss's old music play for like two seconds. And then <laughs> it changes to her in her old gear. Like she, like she was old Alexa Bliss, you know, Hey, let's go. And then the, the sing-songy music comes back and, and then she's back to the Alexa's playground version. I mean, I thought it was, it was really well done. And, and this is probably the lone advantage Maybe not loan, but the biggest advantage to having no fans live is right. they can pull something off like this. And it looks so good. Um, I thought it was great, which makes sense why they didn't do anything like that at the Rumble, because that was one thing we didn't mention about the Rumble. Alexa Bliss was criminally un- un- underutilized. There's no point in her being there. Um, she didn't do anything. <laughs> she was in there for a couple minutes. Rhea Ripley threw her out. She was about to, you know, all the lights were about to go out. And Ripley's like, nope tossed her out so that was disappointing from from the royal rumble standpoint with what they did with her um but she's much better with where she is right now i'm not i I like i like i like all the components of this storyline i think bliss is great orton's great a huge fan of bray wyatt the fiend Uh, they're just this is just dragging on i know it's different every week but it's just like it is kind of getting to a point where it's like okay let's let's get to the next step of this thing i think they're going to next week but it's taken it's getting to a point now where as big a fan of those three as I am, it's like, okay, can we get can we progress this in some fashion? Right. Um and then we saw a new twist the sister to the sister Abigail, where she almost turned it into a DDT instead, with turning her arm around the way she did at the end. Um so instead of having her arm over the neck, she went under and when she did the twist, it kind of turned it into a DDT. So that was cool. Uh, and then we had Orton come out as she's going back up the ramp, which was a nice little touch as Orton was getting ready for his match. But he didn't, you know, Alexa Bliss stopped and stared. He just walked right past. Um, it was a fun little touch there. And that transitioned into Edge and Orton, which again, Ed, that, was, that was a long match that they did. Um, and it ended almost predictably with the interference you had the ring around the rosy music come and Alexa Bliss just sitting on the top rope with like is it blood was it i don't know what was coming out of her mouth but it looked it was was it black i think it was a like black something coming out of her mouth which distracted orton and then edge hit the spear for the win um but again just another thing with bliss coming in and distracting mm-hmm. we build toward maybe the firefly another firefly funhouse match at wrestlemania um 
but this this will probably drag till WrestleMania. So if if it's going to go for the next seven weeks, we need you know some filler, or we need Randy Orton to miss a week or two. Yeah, just, that's what I was thinking. It's got to be something because they can't just yeah, keep so, having run into my Alexa and that's it. Right. So I mean, I I mean, I have him missing this week's show just to you, you need a week off, right? So I doubt he'll he'll take the week off, but I you need a week off just to start building and you know. But we'll we'll get there when we get into. So anything else on Raw or the Rumble or SmackDown? So we get into our bookings. Yeah, just uh, the close up on Raw. I, I like I like the fact they had Edge and Orton, and they called it a final encounter. Um, we were kind of wondering beforehand, especially with Edge and Orton as as one and two in the Rumble, how they were going to end the storyline when very clearly Orton has business with Bliss and the Fiend. Right. And I like this the fact that they had him had him fighting at the Rumble. They had him be the last two in there. Edge won. They had him come back. They, they they said everything from the past. They they put everything on the table and said one final time. Edge won. Edge can move on to whatever he's going to do. Orton can move on and continue with Bliss and the Fiend. There's actually a resolution. It's not just hanging around for months and months and months. So this is, I mean, while they're, this is stretching out a bit long, it, you know, it still had a conclusion. So that's good. Right. That's good. So, so let's get into SmackDown. This will be the SmackDown for Friday, February fifth. This will be the SmackDown after the Rumble, and I mean, think I think everyone's going to anticipate seeing Roman Reigns come out first and, and call out Edge. Um, but I think instead of Edge, we'll have Braun Strowman answer. Um, I think everyone's going to predict, especially with, with if Edge is making it to NXT this week. Um, I think it would almost be too predictable that he's going to have a face to face with all three champions. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's have Strowman come out instead and he's going to start his, I'm not finished with you, get these hands. Or, 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 and, and then we'll have Seth Rollins interrupt because let's throw him into the mix as well. Um, I'm not quite sure what they're going to do with him. He shouldn't be doing anything with Mysterio. Um, but let's just throw him in the mix for now just to get him back on TV, get him, you know, get his legs back. I'm sure he's tired, new dad, all that stuff. And then we'll have Adam Pierce set up a number one contender match between Strowman and Rollins. But for next week, because Rollins is like, you know what? I'm not going to fight this week. I'm just coming back. You you seeing me is enough, but I'm, I'm coming, you know what I mean? Play mm-hmm. the whole Messiah role, not want to not want to fight. So Strowman's like, I want to fight instead. Roman, I want to fight you tonight. And Roman's just going to throw Jey Uso to the wolves. Um, I can see him very easily saying, no, you can take care of this. You've taken care of Owens. You've taken care of Nakamura you can take care of Strowman too. Um, and we'll have Strowman destroy Jimmy, uh, Jey Uso. And we need to see Jimmy Uso return at some point. <laughs> we keep calling it, but it's just like, if we're going to, especially going into WrestleMania, you right. want this faction to be whole. So let's start now. Let's have Jimmy come back and have the, have Jimmy J and Roman standing over Strowman to end the night. Um, because the more I think about this with Edge not choosing, I think identifying a number one contender for each of the three shows would be great until Edge kicks someone kicks someone out of that role. Um, so I think this will set up Strowman and Rollins for the ne- for next week, the week after for the title shot. Um, so and when we got to the WrestleMania bookings. I always, I was always saying Roman Reigns versus the Royal Rumble winner because I thought it was going to be Strowman. 
So I still had Roman Reigns and Strowman. I'm going to stick to my original title matches right now. Um, there's a lot that can happen. So let's see Strowman come out. Little non non uh, physical thing with Rollins, and then the Usos finally returning. And let's get this Bloodline thing on and start doing the Bloodline merch and all that stuff because, you know, why not? We need to get that moving. Yeah, man. I don't. This is this is one of the reasons I like to rumble so much is because sometimes it's just not predictable afterwards for at least a few weeks. Um, I don't. Unless it's going to be Reigns in the chamber and he needs five opponents, mm-hmm. I keep him and Rollins about as far away from each other as I could. There's just too much history there. Right. Uh, and if you're going to have both of them be a heel, there's just no point. Yeah. Unless they're, unless unless it's going to, you know, they have him team up on like a one-off or something. But even that, I mean, it's just, I don't know. No well, one's going to boo him because it's going to be the Shield reunion. So. Right. You don't want that. No one wants that. No, not right now. Not right now. And I mean, unless Ambrose is there, you really don't need it ever because it's not legitimate until he's there. Um, I mean, I mean, if I was Reigns, I'd be like, and if any of you announcers or any of you commentators even mention the Shield, yeah, you'll be, exactly, you'll, right. I just nip that almost like what Jericho did. I don't know if when um, Jack Hayer came out and everyone started chanting "We the People," so he's just like, "We the People." It was, <laughs> "We the People" sucks. It was bad booking and ter- you know, terrible thing. And it's you know, "We the People" is dead and buried, and it was done. So it might, might, might be a similar thing that he could do is just, you know, acknowledge it, call it out saying, nope, we're not doing this anymore. And if you do, you, you know, let's, let's be more, because th- they've been threatening referees. They've been kind of going all over the right. place. So let's just keep, let's just keep with that. I like that. So. Yeah. And I, I, I don't, I don't know, man. I, I think I definitely see Strowman and Reigns having some interaction for sure. Especially since it appears that Strowman's a face. Right. I, I just, I, I don't, I think Edge will wait a few weeks but they need to have a chamber match with the title on the line. So are they going to put range in the chamber McIntyre in the chamber? Cause you know, the pride of a women's and a men's. Mm-hmm. So who's going in the chamber. And I, I think that, you know, normally it's whoever the rumble winner doesn't choose the face, right? It's the chamber for the number one contendership for the other title. Yep. They usually don't put that guy in the chamber. He has his own match, but it's, it's like, it's kind of fun because this isn't obvious. Last year, you knew the way the Rumble shake shook out that, uh, you know, Rackadire would be facing Lesnar, which is fine, but you kind of knew that when he won. Right. And, uh, and this they, year, they, I really don't have any idea this year, honestly. It's kind of nice. Yeah, and they did throw us a big swerve last year with Goldberg beating the Fiend. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes um, you don't want the swerve, but exactly. anyways. Um, so good segue, unintentional, I know, to the Intercontinental title. And... I know this isn't going to happen. This is where we're going to be wrong. But I want to try to build some continuity here. So I want some carryover from that million-man tag match that was on the previous SmackDown. And we're going to get a carryover here. So let's have first, we need to still have a number one contender match for the Intercontinental title that has a resolution with Apollo Crews and Sami Zayn. But this time, we're going to tur- it's going to turn into this big schmoz. Daniel Bryan, Cesaro, Nakamura, and Big E. So when you say someone defending a title in, in the chamber, I think it's going to be the Intercontinental title. And you know what? They, I didn't even think about that. I like that. That's not a bad idea at all. So they Because they, they, they set the scene for this last week with all mm-hmm. these guys in there. So if we have Big E, Apollo Crews, Sami Zayn, Daniel Bryan, Cesaro, and Nakamura, then we can have, you know, th- there's our title match. There's our chamber match. That's already, you know, we've already started. So, and then 
what's going to happen over the next few weeks is we'll have tags between two. You know, we'll, we'll mix them up. Where we'll have Nakamura and Cesaro, who are supposed to be heel and face now, and then they'll be against each other. They'll be with each other. Let's we'll just have all that, all those combinations. Mm-hmm. Um, hell, let's have a six. <laughs> oh, you know what? No, no. I'm sorry. On this one, I'll wait. I'll wait till we get to the elimination chamber because I added a seventh person on this one and have three men start because there's someone who's floundering that needs to be in there, um, in my opinion. So, uh, but we'll get there. He won't be part of this, but he'll make his way in later. Okay. Um, but I think hell at the end, we have a seven man battle Royal and whoever wins that comes out of the chamber last, you know what I mean? Like stuff like that. There's a lot of different things you can do to, yeah, I do like that to beat the clock challenges, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. I like, like it. That. Yeah. Like, let's, let's do stuff like that. So I think right now we have a lot of people in that title hunt. Let's not wait till WrestleMania and do the big ladder match. I'd say let's do the intercontinental title, the, the big intercontinental one here, and then have something a little more traditional. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, I still have that U.S. title, intercontinental title combined match, which I'll probably change it by next week. Um, you know, hell, let's do an open challenge and, and have a nice surprise at WrestleMania or something. You know what I mean? So if, if you built it right and you had Daniel Bryan and Cesaro for the IC title at WrestleMania, Especially if you built it right, people would really give a damn about that. They'd really care, especially with actual fans there. Yep. But they'll probably end up doing some kind of schmoz thing, but I know. Whatever. Right. And if that happens, I'm putting Cesaro over 10 times out of 10. Well, at WrestleMania? Oh, yeah. Oh, Brian would too. He'd he'd love that opportunity. You kidding me? Based on what I know about that guy. No, I'm just saying, like, Cesaro would win that. He's going over. Totally. Totally. You need Cesaro needs that moment, and we Mm -hmm. need that push. Go over clean in the middle after a great match at WrestleMania. Absolutely. Yeah, and then there goes Daniel Bryan to his backstage role. That'd be perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's not do that because that's what's going to happen. Um, <laughs> so SmackDown tag titles. Um, while Rude and Ziggler just start mocking the Street profit Profits, you can't fight us, you know, you can't get the match. So instead, Rude and Ziggler will have a non-title versus the only other face team I could think of <laughs> other than the Mysterios because I don't think they're going to last. Um is Otis and Chad Gable. So we'll have the Street Profits help Otis and Gable beat Rude and Ziggler in a non-title match, which will set up a title match later. But it's just an, it's just a filler be, until we have this rematch between the Street Profits and Rude and Ziggler. Um, Otis and Gable really aren't doing much. Daniel Bryan built them and was putting them over like crazy. So we may as well try to build some momentum with those two. Uh, until we eventually see Rude and Ziggler be, beat the Street Profits again, but they'll have that rematch at some point. Uh, also, we have the SmackDown Women's title, and I think this is where we'll have Bianca Belair announce she's facing Sasha Banks. It, it, it's only logical. Um, you start building this, you know, again, another face first face. I don't see either of them turning heel right now. Almost like that Hogan Warrior-esque feel to it, right? Right. Belair versus Banks, it'll be the show stealer. It'll be the best match, but let's have Bailey and Carmella interrupt and we'll have a tag match um, where Bailey and Carmella will win. And this is where we're going to start solidifying those two as a tag team. Um, we need better women's tag teams. And I think those two, let's take a break on their singles runs, put them together so they can get a tag title run. And I, I, I still, I honestly think that they will have the titles going into WrestleMania. Um, Just conf- yeah, that's right. I just wanted to check. I was just going back. I'm like, I think I still had them there. Yeah. So, 
I still think that they're going to be the champs going into Mania, um, probably even leaving WrestleMania too. So if, I think it makes sense. Bailey with the tag team, I mean, she does well. She did great with Sasha Banks. I think oh, yeah, Carmella sure. would be a great team. So let's let's ha- let's have that happen. And you know, they can beat Nia Jax and and Shayna Baszler and a third team just so it keeps you know Jackson Baszler strong. Um, almost like how the Iconics won at WrestleMania that year mm-hmm. in the Fatal Four Way. Um, let's do something like that. Um, and and the other programs, the non-title programs. Um, the only thing I really have of note for SmackDown, and I may have missed something, I'm not sure, but is the Mysterios and Corbin still have this thing going on? Um, I still am waiting, and I'm still going to start seeing. Let's start seeing, not actually have it happen yet, but let's start seeing the Dominic heel turn on Ray, um, not having him join Corbin. But I think I wouldn't be totally surprised if we had a Mysterio versus Mysterio at WrestleMania. Um, I think we need to freshen it up a bit because, you know, we've seen Dominic since, you know, he's come out of Eddie Guerrero. Never mind. We won't get that graphic, but um, I thought about it, but I didn't do it. Um, you know, we, we've seen, we've seen a lot of Dominic and this whole family thing. It's, it's about time where it's split up. So I think we'll start just seeing the seeds there. Uh, maybe we'll have, because we haven't seen Blake and Cutler join Corbin in weeks now. I mean, that oh, would be a darn. good thing to have, oh. have them uh, team up against the Mysterios with Corbin out there. I'm not sure what's happening. We also have Murphy, who's, a, who's an unknown in this situation, too. So Murphy was another one. He was actually my Iron Man in my Royal Rumble bookings, and he wasn't even in the match. So um, that's SmackDown. Anything else you want to add for SmackDown? Yeah, I think uh, I'll just add this. I think you're right about Bel Air announcing show face banks. I think they're going to do that right away um, because – I'll get into it when we do our elimination chamber booking, what I think is going to happen. But I think that's absolutely the path that she's going to go and what she needs to do. Because right. I'll explain when we get to the uh, elimination chamber. I don't want to ruin it, but it's, uh, I think it's the only logical place for her to go. Right. All right. So let's get into raw. This is for February 8th. Uh, and this will be the, you know, there's a lot going on here. And this is where I think I have a lot happening on this one show. It's not good. Again, this is another thing that's not going to happen. Trying to book book the best show. I want to put a bow on some things and move on. Um, So we're going to try to potentially build to a potential Sheamus and McIntyre match at the Elimination Chamber. And I just want these two to brawl around the arena all night long or the stadium, whatever it is. They're just going to fight all night long. You're going to see them in random places. They're going to keep fighting. Eventually, they're going to end up in the ring. And we'll have a COVID-free Keith Lee come out to defend McIntyre. And then he finally turns on McIntyre. I need this Keith heel, Keith heel, Keith Lee heel turn. I want it. I need it, please. Um, And that's going to leave McIntyre laid out. And we'll have the Miz and Morrison come down where Miz is going to cash in. But then Morrison's going to distract too much and cost Miz, cost Miz the title um, at the end of the night. So I think, let's see, Keith Lee and Sheamus walk out together. That's my super big, you know, heel powerful tag team that's going to run stuff forever. Um, and then we'll have this Miz-Morrison potential split. Miz fails to cash in because let's just take it off of him. We don't need it anymore. He doesn't need it right now. Let's just, let's just go. Um, 
again, this is one thing. This might actually be like three or four weeks worth of stuff in one thing right here. Mm -hmm. But if I'm building one show and I want to build Seamus versus McIntyre and McIntyre, because we, you know, we've the last few times McIntyre has fought, there's really no question that he was going to win. Um, but we need, we need the odds against him. And just Seamus isn't going to do it. But Seamus and Keith Lee together, that will do it. So that's where, that's where I'm at there. Um, again, let's, Miz needs to move on. Morrison needs to turn face. Lee needs to turn heel. I don't know. Go ahead. Rip it I apart, like, my friend. <laughs> uh, my alarm going on. Never mind. Here we go. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think I don't see Keith Lee turning heel yet. I don't hate, I hate to break your heart. I know you're not going to. I'm just going to, um, I just, just waiting for it. I, 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 I do see, I think a heel turn would do him some good. I think if you turn him heel and give him the beard back, so he doesn't look like a giant baby. <laughs> and I look like Peter Griffin without a beard, so I'm not making I'm, I'm not making any jokes about him. I wouldn't make about myself. <laughs> um, is uh, I think a perfect idea for that would be if if uh, Bobby Lashley gets too out of control, MVP brings him in as the enforcer for the hurt business and kind of future Lashley to put him out. Mm. Um, but. I don't know. I don't. I don't see that happening yet. It's. It's again. It's kind of one of those things where without Lee being in the last few weeks, and if obviously if it's the COVID thing, it's it's obviously a valid reason. But he hasn't been there. I really can't tell. I just. I don't see that happening yet. Uh, Miz, I 100% agree. Need like briefcase needs to come off him. It's too much of a distraction, and nobody believes he's going to cash in on Reigns or McIntyre. Right. It's just not gonna. And if if you cash in on either one of those guys, forget all the goodwill for the past year you've built up with both those dudes. It's yeah. gone. It's gone. Um. So, I like Miz and Morrison together. I'm fine with that because you don't really have anything better for the two of them separate. Even a feud. I mean, we saw that ten years ago. It wasn't anything special. Right. Um, Unless they get another tag run, tag title run. Yeah. Which, which get the titles off them, and maybe have them be a little less goofy. Right. And, and I'm fine with them. But yeah. The the only other thing, and I talked about this maybe the first week or so, that we could do with the Miz is have him cash in on the Hurt business, and just throw us a sword and like, nope, I want my title match to be a tag title match, and and that will it'd be interesting. I don't, I mean, have him cash in on a non world championship, then move on. <laughs> Let's just let's just go a completely different direction. So because I don't think we've ever seen that before. We haven't. It's always been world title. Yeah. Um. So that would be just another way to to progress and opens up a lot a lot more bag of worms when someone wins the money in the bank. Mm -hmm. Um. That's where I thought they were going to do with Otis at first until this Miz thing came up. Um. You know, cashing in for a a secondary title. I guess secondary. Um, We'll see. We'll see what happens there. Um, U.S. title. Let's have Lashley go in and and just dominate Lucha House Party in a handicap match, and then we'll continue this riddle lost its memory angle. Um, but I think in the coming weeks we should see Damian Priest be the one who steps up to face Lashley next. I That's like a it. monster feud that can go a long time. Mm -hmm. 
Um, when I say we're going to strap a rocket to him, like let's, let's literally, let's strap the rocket to him. Let's have him, let's have him take that title. Um, elimination chamber at the earliest latest WrestleMania. I'd say Mania would be better. Um, but let's just, let's get over this Ms. Morrison, stupid bunny thing. Let's have Damian Priest do something real. Um, and that, I mean, I would love to see Damian Priest and Bobby Lashley. Are you kidding? But first Damian Priest has to go through Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin. All would be good matches. Um, yeah. Here's the thing with a match like that too, is both guys are so big and both guys are so hard hitting. Even if the other one lost clean, it wouldn't hurt either one of them. Right. Like if you get the crap kicked out of you by Bobby Lashley, look at the dude. There's no shame in that. Lashley yeah. goes in and loses to a guy like Priest who hits like a freaking hammer. There's no shame in that. Like it's, right. it doesn't hurt anybody. Right. So we'll, we'll see what they do there. Um, I think we need, we need to, again, as we said each week, Riddle needs to bro away. Um, again, let's have him amnesia down to NXT and just chill. Um, you're gonna you're gonna time. love you're gonna love my top five after uh, after <laughs> we keep we keep saying that about Riddle. You're you're gonna have an honorable honorable mention with Matt Riddle. You're gonna like it. There you go. I'm looking forward to it. Um, Raw tag titles again. We ha- we don't have really any face teams to go up against the Hurt Business, and we have AJ Styles who is now floundering. I have nothing for him. He wasn't on the show last night. Um, or on Monday night, rather. I don't think he was anyways. Uh, he's floundering. We'd have nothing for AJ Styles, unless he's moving over to SmackDown, which I don't think he should. Um, so let's get sh- let's get the 2021 version of Shawn Michaels and Diesel. Let's get them tagging together. And it's the only thing I could think of. On- that's not Lucha House Party or The New Day. I think if I was predicting what's going to happen, I think they'll just put the new day in there in a couple weeks once this retribution thing's over. Yeah, there's really not a, not much else you can do here. It's it's the raw tag titles are, you know, it's either with the tag teams in general. It's either you have to do what they're doing with the women and have the champs split brands and only have one tag champ, or we need to really drastically do something or call up some more teams or something. Um, Cause it's just, there's, there's no options right now. So I'd love to see unification and then them just go yes, between brands. Same here. Same here. Uh, hey, so maybe WrestleMania unified, unified tag champs. That'd be great, but we'll not use the word unified. Cause they overuse that in the early two thousands too much. <laughs> Everything. Yeah. Just WWE tag champions. That's it. Move on. So I personally think they should do the same thing with all the titles and just have far fewer. It'd mean a lot more. Yeah. Um, again, Raw Women's Title is another one that's just out there and floundering. With Naomi pinning Asuka, I can see her challenging Asuka to a match for the for the next week. Um, but Asuka won't do anything with it. Um, I think it's. I think this will be a elimination chamber match for number one contender for this title. So I think we just might start seeing the seeds of that. And we'll talk about that shortly. Yeah. Um, and then this women's tag title, I have Baszler and Jax. It's just they must squash Naomi and Lana, then head to SmackDown and start their program with Bailey and Carmella. I think that's the best thing that they should. I mean, that's makes sense. Let's get them off a of raw for a while. Let's get some fresh teams in there. Let's get NXT. I'm still going to stick with my NXT duo who both showed up at the women's rumble, by the way, 
um, to, to face Bailey and Carmella at WrestleMania. I'm still going to stick with that match until it's physically impossible. Um, but let's, let's, let's kick it up a notch here. No friggin' Naomi and Lana and Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose. Yeah. Good team, good workers, but they're not going to win the titles. Let's be real. Um, Lacey and Peyton Royce, they're not going to do anything. Riot squad. They're not going to do anything. Um, let's, let's get some real teams here. So mm-hmm. Bailey, Carmella, Baszler and Jax have them beat the hell out of each other. Bailey and Carmella take those titles at some point. Let's move on. Um, this retribution angle, let's just end it this week with Kofi and Woods facing Ali. And I, I mean, it was a toss up. I didn't know which member to put in to team with Ali. So I just put Mace cause he was the first one that came in my mind. Um, and plus on Supercard, I have a Mace card. So I saw his card. And I'm like, hey, let's put him <laughs> in that match. So as literally, it was just this just arbitrary. That's kind of how I feel they book Raw sometimes. So Yeah, right. So I mean, it, it fits. Um, make it match five. Retribution wins. Move on. Just move on. And then the last thing, this Orton Fiend in Bliss, as I mentioned before, if we're building to WrestleMania, which we obviously are, um, Orton and Orton should miss this this week's show, and it just should be Bliss continuing what she does. Um, let's have her on the swing set. I still want to see her swinging on the left or camera left, then the camera glitching, and then her as the sister Abigail on the right. Um, hell, I want to see regular Alexa Bliss pushing the swing too. I want to show me all of them. I love Alexa Bliss. I've always have, um, but let's just do that. I still want to see the fiend come back. I think when he comes back, it should be like a Randy Orton promo. Remember when he was doing those promos before? And I want to see a couple, you know, a couple weeks worth of these standard Randy Orton promos where it's like Ugh, another one, but then it stops with the fiend coming in and you, you hear all these, you don't know what's happening. You hear all these lights and all these bangs. And then the fiend's head just comes in from the side, like just the, the, from his nose up. Yeah. Um, I think that would be great. So I wonder if Alexa Bliss will actually get back into the women's title hunt. I don't know because she's, I don't know if they, if they'll actually put her back in there or she's just going to focus on this thing with Randy Orton. Um, I think they should have her do some more stuff with, with Nikki cross just to really, I mean, I know they wrestled this past week, but just let's, let's tie some bows here. Um, I don't want to have Alexa Bliss get lost once the Fiend comes back, which is what I'm nervous about. Um, so I'm not sure where they're going to go with that. But only time I mean, will tell. I think they have her fight a developmental talent, or I don't even do developmental talents anymore. But you know, every you know a week or so, and then kind of do a promo when she's not wrestling. Yeah, she doesn't need to be heavily involved in any other storyline, but this. Right. This is a way they can still they can bring her out there to have her face somebody from NXT who's just up for a week. Right. Ever I was thinking in, of her just them. NXT once and just like random NXT showing just to show that, you know, just ran, you know what I mean? Or just have her show up once. Just I mean, even out. if not even that, just have, you know, somebody from NXT, one of the women they're not using a lot, just right. come up as like, like a talent, just, just to, you know, kind of throw as bait to Alexa Bliss. Mm-hmm. Then she can do her transition thing, the whole nine yards from Bliss to Sister Abigail, whatever they're going to call it. It needs to be Sister Abigail, but yeah, they haven't said that yet, thankfully, because they, they got to save that for Mania. But yeah, yeah she, I don't think she needs to be involved in a women's title picture until afterwards. All right. Um, all right. So you want to get into elimination chamber? Yes. 
So um, I just have the chamber matches. I didn't actually book out the card yet. I want to, it's so many unknowns. I think let's just, I just focused on the three chamber matches. Yeah. Um, the one chamber match that didn't change for me was the mixed brand tag match. I still want to see it um, with the winner getting a title shot, any title shot they want uh, on any brand. Um, so we take two teams from each show and have them battle in the chamber. So Street Profits, Miz and Morrison, the Mysterios, Cutler and Blake, which I might have to replace them because they have just not been around. Um, Adam Cole, Roderick Strong, and Austin Theory and Johnny Gargano. And have those guys just tear it up in the chamber, um, have the undisputed era go over so they can get a title shot at Mania. Um, a WWE tag, not an NXT one. Um, the, so I've changed one of the chamber matches to the number one contender for the Raw women's title. And in this, we'll have Charlotte Flair, Alexa Bliss, Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Naomi, and Lacey Evans. So we have someone who's going to go face Asuka at WrestleMania. And I still, I mean, I think good money would be on Charlotte, but I still have it. Um, oh, no, I changed my predictions on that. My bad. Um, yeah, so at first it was I was all about Baszler and um, Asuka at WrestleMania, but I think... I mentioned it earlier. I think we're still going to see a Ronda Rousey return at some point. She's going to get interjected. Um, but I think Flair wins this Elimination Chamber match. I'd love to see, love to still see Baszler win it. Um, I'd love to see Rousey cost Baszler. But uh, I think this is going to be the, the women's one. And then, as we mentioned before, um, with the men's, I think we'll have an IC title match with Big E, Sami Zayn, Apollo Crews, Nakamura, Cesaro, Daniel Bryan. And I think we're going to have a three-man start and someone who deserves to be in there and could even deserve to go over because um, he needs something is Baron Corbin. Um, I have Baron Corbin in there as the seventh man. So you have a three-man start. I think they've done this once before where they had a seventh, seventh someone come in and I they think had three, so. three people start. Um, I'm almost certain. I just I remember can't, that. Yeah, I can't I so. place which one it was without looking it up. Um, but I think that'd be nice to see. It'd be good to have Corbin in there. He's criminally underrated. Um, I'd love to see him get a sustained run with something other than the King moniker. I think, I also think they're going to run the King of the ring this year and the King moniker is going to go away. Um, Cause we need King Ali, of course, just kidding. Never King Ali. Um, <laughs> I'm still hung up on how he kept making King of the Ring references two weeks ago in his promo with talking about Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston. He's just so many. It just, maybe it was subliminal. He just planted that in my head. I can't stop thinking about it. I don't, it. I don't remember hearing it that much, but then again, I, I tend to tune out tragic events. So, right. <laughs> I mean, probably only two or three things. It was definitely, definitely two. Right. But like, it just stuck with me. I'm like, why is he mentioning this king? And can he use the phrase king of the ring? And I'm like, oh, stop that. So, though, that's my predictions for Chamber. What do you got? All right. I, I, I don't know if they're going to do this tag match thing. I doubt it, they're not, but it'd be, a, not it is, it, but it is an awesome idea. I do like it a lot. I like that whenever they have people from different brands face each other and it's okay. If you win, you get your brand's title, you shot against your brand's title. That'd be really cool. 
uh, the IC title match I could actually see because there's a lot of irons in that fire, and it's a perfect way to kind of bring that to a close and open up something for WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. The women's uh, number one contender, I think, is is a great idea, and I think they will do that. Uh, however, I don't think one of these women will be in there, either Bliss or Naomi, because I think Rhea Ripley will be in there. Mm, I forgot about Rhea Ripley. Right. Um, I don't know if she's on Raw, but she needs to be so she can feud with Charlotte because picture. Okay. You're Bianca Belair declaring she's going to face Sasha. Awesome match. Incredibly talented women. Athletic. It'll be a great match. And then Ripley against Charlotte somehow by Mania. If you reverse that, it's not as tempting. Right. It's it. If you have Ripley against Sasha and Belair against Charlotte, yeah, there'll be good matches. There's just something about those two, the first two that I named, where it's like Ripley and Charlotte, absolutely. Belair and Banks, yes, hundred percent. Flip it around, and not not. I mean, yeah, it'd be good matches, but not quite what it could have been. So I think I don't I I don't know if Flair finishes up with Evans here because she needs to move on to Asuka, take that title off of her, and have Ripley win. I think Ripley winning this number one contender would be perfect because it's going to make Charlotte lose her mind, turn on Asuka, beat the crap out of Asuka, get the title match, and then go on to face Ripley at WrestleMania. And she needs to put her over at WrestleMania. But probably won't happen. Right. It'll probably end up being like Naomi and Charlotte or Naomi and Asuka or something. But mm-hmm. I would love to see Ripley in there. Bliss doesn't need to be in there. She's doing something else. Take her out. Have Flair, Ripley, Jax, Baszler, Naomi Evans. And Rhea wins. Flair loses her crap. Goes on and beats the crap out of Asuka. Takes the title. Rematch at Mania from last year. Right. That's that's going to be the big thing, the rematch piece. Almost like, you know, when you see playoff teams in the NFL and they played in the regular season. Yeah. Oh, well, that doesn't matter. You know what I mean? It's just like, that, yeah, that thanks, makes me big. I like that. What's that? Thanks, New Orleans. <laughs> um, I like that. That's good. Don't have that in my bookings, but that I'm sure it's going to change. I do have still have Rhea Ripley winning that women's battle royal, but mm-hmm. the way that she performed in the actual Royal Rumble might be something different. Uh, anything else on the elimination chamber? Nope, I'm good there. So let's just touch on um, current WrestleMania 37. Um, so as of right now, I'm going to go with Drew McIntyre and Sheamus, Roman Reigns and Strowman. Those are the I have that backwards on here. It should be Drew McIntyre and Sheamus for the WWE title, Roman Reigns and Strowman yeah, yeah, for the Universal yeah. title. Um, and then we'll have Finn Balor and Edge for the NXT title. Um, when I think about who matches up best with Edge, there's part of me that thinks they're going to go with McIntyre because they've had McIntyre, you know, fight Oldberg. They've had, you know, they, they, they've had him fight these more seasoned people. Um, but I think a Finn Balor edge match is one that we, I don't think we'd ever see realistically. Um, I'd love to see it, especially if hey, we get this edge heel turn um, or this tweener turn or this just jerk edge. Um, I th- and I, like I said, I went back and forth on this, all typing this up. I had edge in each spot for a while and I just like, what, what is it going to be? So I think for right now, let's put, I'm going to put Finn Balor and edge, but 
the more that I'm thinking about this from the beginning of the show, like he's not going to make his, <laughs> his choice till that night, I think would be phenomenal. Oh, it would be, but yeah, unfortunately. It's just like, so it's like you have Drew and Sheamus ready to go, Roman and Strowman ready to go, Finn Balor and let's say Karrion Cross ready to go. Just throwing that out there. I don't know who it would actually be. Um, and then Edge bumps one of them out. <laughs> I think that would be, that would be awesome. Um, I, I love the idea of Edge and Balor. I just, I just Bring don't see. I don't sense. see him doing it. I mean, it kind of does, in a way. I mean, his wife works. He's one of the commentators. There's a there's built-in storylines there. Um, I'd love so, to see it. I just think they have so much going on with the yeah. whole, you know, Pete Dunn, right, and everything, and and Kyle so, O'Reilly isn't isn't that isn't concluded yet, and it just. Right. I don't know. So here's the question for you. No matter who Edge faces, well, let's let's start with a two-part question. Does Edge actually wrestle for a championship at WrestleMania? What do you think? Oh man. Uh no. Coin flip. All right, yeah. No. I didn't but think it's so tough. either, but I, I'm not ready to write him off yet. Just for the, you know, the nostalgia factor i couldn't couldn't get away with it if edge does wrestle at wrestlemania for a title does he win yes see i have i'm on i'm a no on that one i don't think i think he puts someone over whoever it's gonna be i don't think he walks out as champion if he does he loses it by SummerSlam at SummerSlam. oh yeah if he wins it it's a short two-month reign and then it's it's off to christian yeah yeah (laughs) yeah right and then christian loses it to Shawn michaels and then Shawn michaels loses it to triple h and Triple H loses it to The Undertaker. Um, and Vicky Guerrero takes out The Undertaker, gives it back to Edge. There you go. <laughs> um, still have this Intercontinental U.S. title combined ladder match, which I'll probably change it next week because it's, it's not going to happen, but it was just fun to book it. Um, this one was where they're both titles up on up top, and whoever gets up there first chooses their title, and then whoever gets up there second gets the other title, and I think this is a good chance to switch a couple people around where they say the Intercontinental title stays on SmackDown and the U.S. title stays on Raw. So whoever gets that Intercontinental title is going to be on SmackDown. So um, this would have Big E, Sami Zayn, Corbin, Kevin Owens, Lashley, Kofi, Riddle, Elias. I'll throw Daniel Bryan in there because we don't have him on the card. Just or replace him with Riddle because he's going to be confused and thinking it's 2007 still. Um, It's not going to happen, but... I'm going to hold out hope for another week. Uh, let's also have Rude and Ziggler versus the Undisputed Era on SmackDown. Keith Lee and Sheamus uh, versus AJ Styles and Almost uh, for the Raw Tag Titles. This one, too, I don't Sheamus think pulling going... double duty? What's that? Sheamus pulling double duty? Oh, yeah, boy, I have Sheamus in there twice. Yeah. Nope, I, I didn't. Good call. So something's changing there. Uh, so th- this this raw tag title we'll put maybe Miz and Morrison versus AJ and almost instead. Um, yeah, I got to rethink this one. I didn't even think about him pulling double duty. That's a good call. No, he he wouldn't do that. Um, this one with Raw Women's title, Oscar Charlotte and Ronda Rousey. I still think Rousey is going to come back. They've been talking about it for over a year. Hasn't happened yet. Just waiting for it. Just like when they, we knew Sasha Banks was coming back, it took so long. And then she just finally showed up. I think Rousey will right. end up showing up. 
probably at Elimination Chamber. We'll get another three-way match, but instead of it being Becky Lynch, Charlotte, and Rousey, it'll be Asuka, Charlotte, and Rousey. Um, but I do like that Rhea Ripley idea better. So I think we'll replace that with Rhea Ripley and Charlotte. Um, SmackDown Women, we've had, I mean, this one was on here for a while, Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. Yeah, that's got to be it. <laughs> right. Um, women's Tag, Bailey and Carmella versus Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart. I've been on that one since the beginning, too. Uh, I'm going to stick with it until it's not possible. We saw both Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart in the Rumble, um, in the Women's Rumble. Let's just make it just make it so. That would be a great match. Um, other ones, we'll have Randy Orton and The Fiend. And then right now, Cesaro winning the Andre the Giant, Rhea Ripley. We'll change that because I think she'll be in the title picture, winning the Women's Battle Royal. So this will all take shape. This is going to change so much, especially over the next few weeks once – Elimination Chamber matches are announced because the Elimination Chamber, just announcing those matches will change the, the WrestleMania bookings pretty drastically, I bet. So that's that. That's that's the future bookings. Anything else you want to add before we get into our top fives? No, I mean, I, I still think... I think if Edge does face the champion at WrestleMania, he faces Reigns. I'd go with that. Um... I still would think I'd still if I had to chip pick right now I'd say McIntyre and Keith Lee. Uh, I don't know why, I just yeah. I know he had, probably has to turn heel for that to happen, but do it. Yeah, I mean I, and then if Balor doesn't face a main roster guy, unfortunately there probably won't be in the next title match at Mania, but there should be if it's a legit third right. brand. But I mean they had the women's one, but that was only because it was Rhea Ripley and Charlotte last year, so. Yeah, and I agree on Orton and the Fiend. I agree on SmackDown Women's title. The Raw Women's title, I think, needs to be Charlotte and and Ripley. And And I think Rousey would come back right after Brain Mania, honestly. I think she'll be the post-Mania surprise. Okay, and then we'll Um, set up SummerSlam. Yeah, exactly. Would that be with Rhea Rhea Ripley and and Rousey? Probably, because Ripley's going to be a face. So if you bring heel Rousey back, that'd be a great foil. Right. So, um, yeah. I mean, but things will start taking shape. WrestleMania is only seven weeks away, I think. Yep. So we'll this will change drastically, and then once WrestleMania is over, then heck, we start doing Fastlane and Money in the Bank and SummerSlam, yep. and absolutely, it's going to be great. So, all right, so we're for our top five today. We're doing our top five matches we want to see by the end of 2021, and just like last time, we'll just we'll go back and forth. Um, between our lists here we haven't talked about our lists we haven't compared so we might see some similarities um might see some differences last week we're kind of on different pages when we're talking about royal rumble entrance but this uh i think we're gonna be we're gonna have we're gonna have some similarities here so um because you have your your honorable mention i'll let you go first (laughs) my honorable mention is uh riddle versus future endeavor Future endeavor. Whenever they, uh, whenever they let somebody go, they say we future endeavored them. <laughs> I'm like, who? I'm like, I, I had this brief moment of like, who the hell is future? Just to be clear, also, I'm not wishing anybody loses their job. It's the gimmick. I have a pro- the ultimate bro thing. I, I hate. Right. I can't stand those people in real life. I don't like the gimmick. <laughs> Matt Riddle himself is a fine performer. If they gave him something that wasn't annoying, I'd be fine with him. Um. But the whole frat boy stoner thing. Not working here. Right? Exactly. It's not good. It doesn't work for me. It makes me just want to turn my TV off when he's on it. 
And it sucks too because if you made him like a believable like a badass, I'd buy it. Right. So you change the gimmick and he's fine. But yep. All right, I'll get going here. My number five is Xavier Woods versus Kofi Kingston. Oh, okay. Um, I am ready. I'm ready to accept it. My ringtone, like I changed the. This is years ago. The vibration on when I get a text message to New Day Rocks when I when I get a text message, that's what it vibrates. Um, it's been like that for years. I've been, I've had it like that for years. I, I think I'm ready. I'm ready for a change. <laughs> I want to see a ripped up, jacked up heel Xavier Woods, almost like a ripped up, jacked up heel Dean Ambrose, just not as bad as Dean Ambrose was during that time. As he as at the end there. That was pretty brutal. Um, I think he could. I think I think Xavier Woods would thrive as a heel. Um, and the guy, I mean, the guy is jacked. I mean, when you see him just backstage, like a regular T-shirt on, like this dude, this dude can't fit in T-shirts. Yeah, he's a big dude. He's, he's, he's just deceptively big. You just can't tell. And I think you show that off, um, and you just have him. You know, I I could see him with the Intercontinental Title as a heel by the end of the year, but going through Kofi Kingston first. Um, so that's my number five Woods and Kingston. I think some of mine are going to surprise you, but I'm going to go with Walter and Cesaro. Ooh, I like it. You got two guys who would just beat the living crap out of each other, work as stiff as hell and know how to do just about everything you can possibly imagine to put on a good real wrestling match. Not let's do 97 flips. Right. That stuff's fine. There's a place for it. It's way overdone, but there's a place for it. Uh, you wouldn't see it with these guys. You just see two big dudes just wrestling, and that'd be a great match. Nice. Um, my number four is my lone women's match that I have on my list, and I would love to see Asuka. And I and I had this booked for a while, but it's not going to happen anymore at WrestleMania. I want to see Asuka and Shayna Baszler in a submission match. Okay. Um, you know, you have the Asuka log versus the Karafuda Clutch. I think those two could tear the house down with the right story. No outside interference, no other stuff. Let's just have these two go at it um, and have them both go for submissions and different submissions too. I think that they could put on one hell of a match and um, I would even have Baszler go over Asuka at this point. And we've already made, kind of made it clear what I think they should do with Asuka. But maybe later down the road, um, we get to see these two hook up in that match. It would be good. Uh, for me, I have Edge and Seth Rollins. Mm. Uh, I think it'd be great, especially if Edge faces Roman at Mania and wins. You could start a program with he and Rollins. Uh, it would play off of a couple of years ago when Rollins was in the Authority group. Edge came back before he was medically cleared. They did that whole that whole thing where nobody really touched him, but they, you know, Rollins pretended he was going to break his neck and whatever. Right. You could even play it off that. I don't, I don't remember more than two weeks ago. Ask Randy Orton's burn marks, but... <laughs> If they that could ball, find it in their heart to find ball. anything on video. Yeah, exactly. Bro, that bomb, bro. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> if they could do that, then this could be a really good story and build. But right. uh, it's they'll probably pretend it never happened and just have them face on a random SmackDown. So. Right. I think you can also build in, like, Ed, uh, Seth Rollins, you know, ending Sting, right? Not mentioning Sting because he's an AEW, but, yep. like, hey – you and what he did to Balor with his shoulder, you know what I mean? With all these upper body injuries. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, and that kind of builds in with edge with his upper body injuries. So I think that's, I like that. 
Um, my number three is this is the most unrealistic one, which I don't, I mean, if it were to happen, it would probably be at WrestleMania, but it's not, you know, and I want to see Triple H versus CM Punk. I want a throwback. I yeah, want well, that was supposed to be it, and that's why Punk left, so that'd yeah. be great. I think if CM Punk ever does come back, and I think they're just going to keep teasing this forever and ever, or he's going to keep teasing us forever and ever, but um, if we're going to get it, let's get it. Let's do it at WrestleMania. Let's ha- Even if it's a one-off for both, um, I think... I think the fans need it and deserve it after all these years and some closure with CM Punk. You know what I mean? Um, I just want to see it. I just want to see him in the ring one more time. That's it. Just one more time. One, you know what I mean? Like I see the guy, I just want to chant one more match at him. Um, just, <laughs> that's just a nostalgia thing for me. I just want it. No, that'd be cool. I, I, I love Punk. Um, I do say that one good thing about no fans in the stadium is not hearing that damn CM Punk chant every time something in a light comes on. Right. It's kind of like Austin, as much as I love Austin. Uh, I got tired of the what chance. So nothing yeah. to do with the performer. Just people really just beat that dead horse. Right. But yeah, that'd be, that'd be it's just closure. I just yeah, want some for sure. closure. That's all. That's a lot to tell in that storyline. I could kind of blur oh, the lines too. So. It would be great. This is Phil Brooks, Brooks talking to Paul Levesque. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for me, I have a match I've just talked about for about 10 minutes. Uh, Rhea Ripley and Charlotte. That's a number three for me. Okay. Uh, I think it will happen, which is, I think, I, I honestly, I, I did ma- all matches I think would or really could happen. Yeah. I did, um, I did too, except for that yeah. one. The it's other one, I mean, are, yeah. honestly, if he comes back, that's probably the match he would have. So it's not really that impossible. Right. Um, so that's, you know, it's not bad either. Uh, yeah, I just, I, they were great last year. The wrong person went over. Ray Ripley kind of floundered. She needs a revenge this year. And then she needs to get on that rocket they're going to strap to her and go to the freaking moon. Right. I agree. Um, my number two is AJ Styles versus Finn Balor. And we've been teased with this. We've seen it a couple times. We saw it once when, like, I think Roman Reigns got, like, meningitis or got something. Like, there was something that went through the locker room. Bray Wyatt got it, too. And he had to miss a match. And Finn Balor filled in for AJ Styles at the last minute. And it yep. was a great match. I'd love to see a story and a program between these two. Um I love, I mean, I know Finn Balor's NXT right now, or if, even if this is like a build towards Survivor Series or something, um, I'd love to see these two have a kind of a sustained program here with just with their histories. Um, and they're both incredible. I think they could really have a, a huge, a huge, oh, that'd program. be great. That'd be yeah, great. I think that'd be fun. It was tough for me to not put everybody against AJ Styles. I'm such a big Styles fan. So, right. Uh, number two for me, Keith Lee versus Samoa Joe. Hmm. That would be uh, awesome. <laughs> much like number five, you got two big guys who work way, way, way beyond their their size would would make you believe they work. Samoa Joe, with that deep voice of his, is one of the best promos, underrated promos in okay. all of wrestling. He just sounds legit. He looks legit. And Keith, I'll be your daddy can. tonight. Exactly. <laughs> like you kind of were like, oh, I'm locking my doors. That's going to be weird. I don't want that. Um, but. <laughs> You know, and Keith Lee again, like he's he's fine on promos. He can improve a little bit, but he's fine. He's still, you know, he's still kind of new at that part of it. Awesome hey, in the ring, Wendy. So yeah. That's all I can think of when I hear <laughs> yeah, exactly. promos. Is is the AJ Styles ones? Those are uh, so good. And again, Keith Lee needs the damn beard back. He just looks like a giant baby without it. Just let him go. Yeah. Let the man grow some facial hair. Jesus. 
Yeah, no kidding. Who's your number one? My number one is a faction war. And I think it would build both one, both of them. I think this would be great once Cedric Alexander is out and Ricochet is in. I would love to see the Hurt Business versus the Undisputed Era. Okay. I could see. Oh, yeah. I'd like that a lot. That'd that be awesome. Alone. Just uh, just that match alone would be great, but all yep. the combinations therein. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, when you have, you know, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Lashley, um, you know, obviously it'd have to be like MVP and Bobby Fish kind of throw those two together if you're going to match two people up. You know what I mean? But like the, the just the combinations you can have. Definitely. Um, I would love to see that. Undisputed Era is probably one of the hottest acts out there. I think, you know, call them up. Or have him just come up for a while, but have right. this sustained feud. Or have her business go down and just have them go back and forth for a yep. while. Let's have this interbrand feud, um, you know, faction warfare. I don't want to really say gang warfare, but faction warfare. I mean, hell, then you can get a faction from SmackDown. And just, you know what I mean? There's so much you can do. I'd love to see this, this you know, faction versus faction versus faction. Just kind of who's the dominant one. Like the hearts versus the nation versus dx like let's bring stuff like that. oh absolutely we need we and need that that's, that's missing this a undisputed lot. era yeah. versus hurt business would be amazing i love that yeah, or yeah, even um, the the only thing i would consider is replacing mvp with someone else get a get a different fourth competitor in there um because i mean i think mvp's best days are behind him he still goes from now on but when he's when he's on those matches i mean look we didn't got the match he was in there for 22 seconds if that um yeah, they had to have that quick though, so they could make. It no, I know, but it's just like but... even when he's in tag matches, he's not he's not doing much. He's not bumping. No, right now. So let's just get a you know, like I said, if Cedric doesn't go, let's still I still think Ricochet needs to be there. He be in the hurt business. I'm waiting for it. Um, but like you said, Keith Lee earlier in the in the hurt business too would be like. Is that we said no? Not Keith Lee. Who'd you say for the hurt business earlier? I said Keith Lee. Oh, you said Keith Lee. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Keith Lee. So yeah. given that, that would be. <laughs> Keith Lee and Bobby Lashley in the same. Oh my goodness! So, all right, I'm excited. You're number one. All right, this I picked not only because I like both competitors, but uh, I think if the right person goes over, it could make their career in the right circumstance. I have Randy Orton versus Damian Priest. Nice. Uh, not yeah. quite. You know, it's not. Quite, wouldn't quite be the athletic showdown that a Lee and Samoa Joe or Walter Cesaro would be, or even an Edge and Rollins, or actually any other of my other four I picked, but Orton is, you know, for whatever the Hall of Fame is worth, he's a future Hall of Famer. Of course. Um, he's incredible in the ring. I think he gets discredited a lot because he makes things look too damn smooth because he's so good. Um, and Priest is a future star as long as they play it right. And I think if you had a SummerSlam showdown with a Priest against an Orton who'd been harassing him for months and you put him over clean against Orton – that could propel him to oh, Survivor yeah. Series where he could be the sole survivor and then win the Rumble and then potentially go to Mania next year. It's just booking out to WrestleMania 38. Look at that. Yeah. I mean, you, you could do, will they do it? No, he'll probably, he'll probably be facing Sheamus in a squash match in three months, but <laughs> that's what I would do with the golly priest. So that's great. I like that a lot. And that's, that's a good one. So that was fun. That's a good top five. Um, again, we don't talk about these beforehand. So us hearing these, uh, we kind of get, you get our reactions as we hear them, which is great. So we didn't have really, really no crossover in those. No, which no, was, which was good. Um, 
All right, to, to end here, so let's go over last week's trivia. Who are the only pair of superstars to have two WrestleMania main event matches because of Royal Rumble wins? I did get this just now. Yeah? I actually forgot the question, and I was like, oh, I got to remember that. And I'm sitting there thinking, because I was thinking, is it Austin? Austin won a couple. Would it be Orton? Would it be Triple H? Would it be Edge? And then I remembered. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's none of them. Then I remember. You have it. You have it. Hit me. Yokozuna and Bret Hart. Yokozuna and Bret Hart. They are one each. Yep. I mean, a lot of people forget that Yokozuna beat Bret Hart, but then Hogan came in and beat Yokozuna yep. right afterwards. And then you had Bret Hart the year later where um, he actually lost to Owen earlier in the night, and then Luger lost to Yoko where you had that double finish. Um but yeah, back-to-back years. Yoko won the first, Brett won the second, and they each face each other in main events. So um, that was a fun little trivia. And then Absolutely. this one here, this one's going to get you thinking. I want you to tell me who holds the record for the highest win percentage in WWE history. Ooh. Minimum 100 matches. Could be a few guys. Could be. Um, but this one, far and away, I think the percent win percentage was 88.7. Okay. Um, lifetime win percentage. So that's that. Next week, we're going to get into whatever SmackDown and Raw give to us as we're building toward <laughs> the Elimination Chamber and get to WrestleMania 37. Um, so hopefully this time next week, we'll have a clearer idea on what the Chamber matches will be. Uh, and then we'll, we'll go from there. Don't forget to check out the site, averagefanofwrestling.com on Twitter. Check us out, AVG Fan Wrestling. Um, give us a like, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Anything else you'd like to add, my friend? Absolutely. Maybe if you uh, know a fellow wrestling fan who's looking for some more content, point them in our direction. We love the support. Great. All right. So for Jimmy Del Rey, or were you Tom Pritchard? No, no, I was, I was Del Rey. You were Pritchard. You were Pritchard. I was Pritchard. So for Jimmy Del Rey, I'm Dr. Tom Pritchard. That's Chris. I'm Jason. And we will see you next week on The Average Fan of Wrestling. Take it easy, guys.